can't see me from this part down, so I can just let it all hang. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast, hey, presented <laughs> by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys in studio with me, Big Dave. Bow. Bow. BAWL Sports. Yes. What's up, Rex? Crash this plane, so you know, just hang on for dear life. A lot of turbulence here. Right, I'm, I'm jumping out before you get the opportunity, so don't even worry about it. A bunch of convicts can land a plane mm. with mm. minimal human casualties. So if Sam Jackson can get off a plane with a bunch of snakes in the box. In the box. <laughs> If it can happen, how's it been going for you behind the board so far, sir? It's it's great. It's mm-hmm. a great learning experience. Got some great teachers. Sarah's doing. Well, that's because she's job. standing right there. Yeah, I mean, you Lawrence, can talk like she's not. Sarah, you know. well, we'll talk behind her back. What's their ranking there. order of producers? Hey, we're not gonna rank. <laughs> we're not one. gonna rank. Lawrence is the top dog here. Steven's doing a great job. It takes a village. I embody that saying. He abandoned us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he forced you into this position right here. He forced Braggs here. Brad, you were excited to do this show? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Why? Please tell because me. Because your energy. Is that what it energy. is? Energy. Okay. Yeah, I know Frank's probably talking about Levine, but I thought I, I thought maybe he was talking about me. He's good, oh. but not clutch. You'll <laughs> 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 uh, get to that clutch to you soon enough, Brad. Yes. Uh, happy to have you with us, man. Yes. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, Lots to get to today. We'll break down game three of the NBA Finals. Uh, Jokic and Murray made history last night. Oh boy, did they. Then, as you see on our headline for today, Zach Levine popped up in a pretty, uh, oh no. Is your mic off? He's good? good? All right. He's lying. You lie. Dax is lying. How much you lie? Dax is lying. With your lie. You sit on the throne of lies. (laughs) Well, they say mic check there as well, so something's up. You sure? All right, all right. Master, 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 can you hear me? We can't hear Matt. They're saying they can't hear him, man. There's three people saying they can't hear the smooth, docent tones. How about of one now? Pack. How about now? Now? Oh. Sarah says now. Oh. So you <laughs> said that? the people lied, but it wasn't the people. Honestly, that, that was totally my bad. Um, the microphones were, it was, the microphones, it was, they were wrong. Is that you what it was? Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> Is this your first mistake there, Brad? No. Is this your first one? Yeah, you know what, though? <laughs> first one? It's a good learning uh-huh. experience. You but you, you decided to do it on our show, though. From it mistakes, yeah. Yeah, but, but you want to grow on our show. That's yeah. what it is right yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. Thanks exactly. a lot. You got it. Thanks a lot. We won't be it's bragging uh, about this. No, come on! <laughs> Come on! You know what? Shut it down. Yes! Shut this whole thing down. Yes! So what happens when you leave just my mic on, you get greatness. That's what's happening, baby. Uh, it's, it's probably good that my mic was off because I was going on a very offensive rant for the first time. He's <laughs> ready to go in. Uh, while I was uh, muted, uh, I would say we got plenty to talk about today. We'll talk about game three of the finals, Jokic and Murray making history. Mm-hmm. We'll talk, as you see in our headline, about Zach Levine mm-hmm. maybe being underrated in the clutch gene maybe. because we popped, uh, we saw the the NBA University Twitter account with a very interesting stat, yeah, very interesting very graphic so. that yeah. came around yesterday. Yes. Uh, so we will get to that. First, though, I wanted to just start off by making a couple of quick announcements Ooh. of some cool shit. Announcing your nays? Announcement number one. Come on. Starting today at the CHGO Merge Locker, 
we are having ourselves a Father's Day sale. Woo! Fathers are hard to shop for sometimes, aren't they? But yes. if your father likes Chicago sports, go to our merch locker and get him Downloads. one of our many dope-ass merch shirts. Um, yep. Buy one. Get one 50% off on all of our CHGO shirts in the merch locker. Yes. Now through Father's Day, which yeah. is next Sunday, June 18th. Yes. If you want your shirt to arrive in time for Father's Day, mm -hmm. make sure you place that order by this coming Monday, June 12th. But the sale does run all the way through Father's Day the 18th. Buy one shirt, get the other 50% off. That is amazing deal right there. That's just something you get for dad because you're going to save some money. And you can have yourself a shirt. See, for mom, you know what I mean? It's just got to be for her. Right. You know, strictly for her. But dad, you know, you know he's like a you know all-terrain vehicle. Right, exactly. You know, like, whatever, Pops. Just put some gas in him and go. The last couple shirt. birthdays, and for sure past Father's Day, my gifts to Pops definitely uh -huh. came from the CHGO merch locker. <laughs> Brags, you're, you're a dad. What, what was the last thing you got for Father's Day, sir? Um... What, what's the last thing I got? Yeah, Some peace and quiet. That's what I got. <laughs> you know what? That means he's a good father. No. I tell people that all the time. Good fathers don't want to go out. Right. They want to stay in. Right. They want to rest because they're busy being good dads. Right. Trash dads want to get dressed up right. and go pose in front of cameras and go eat right. and all the other stuff. My, like, my wife's the same way. Yes. Our gift is silence. Leave the house. Mm -hmm. Go do something. So on Mother's Day, right. I take Addie to Wrigley or do something. I was going to say. Let her sit at home and do nothing. Thing. That's and nice. And then as the father on Father's Day, you kind of want the same return. Exactly. Let me watch the game in peace. Mm. Let me catch a little, you know, like the Sunday round of a major tournament in peace. Mm. Leave like me alone. It. I'll leave him alone and get him a shirt. <laughs> Half off, baby, 50%. Check out that CHO merch locker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other fun announcement. Sure. Uh, we're going back to Vegas. Yay! NBA Summer League is right around the corner, y'all. July 7th through 10th. That is a month from Dunk right now. And here's the cool Darling, thing. If y'all want, and you don't have plans yet for that chunk of days in July, mm -hmm. you can come hang out in Vegas with us. You can do it. Come hang out at Summer League with us, with the rest of the All-City NBA crews from Denver and from Phoenix. Look at that logo. Big Dave and I are going. Will the Go Gottlieb so, will be there. The Goat! And if you go to uh, the website, mm -hmm. allcco.com, mm -hmm. you will find the road trip section. You will. In that road trip section, also shout out, the Blackhawks guys are doing a party down in Nashville for the NFL dr out. NHL draft later yeah. in June. Beneath that, you will find the details and booking availability for our all-city summer league trip. The package includes a three-night stay at Planet Hollywood. Sounds awesome. Where you might run into the least talented bartender slash waitress we ever saw in human form. Maybe not human form. Uh, also, a all-inclusive happy hour event with us and the rest of the All-City NBA yes, crews. Yes, And tickets to two of the Summer League games. Two? Two, two tickets. Two tickets? Two tickets, three nights at a hotel, okay. and an all-inclusive happy hour. <laughs> Um, okay. And if you bring friends, the cheaper the price gets. Mm, that's smart. So the more, the merrier? Precisely. Well done, sir. The more the merrier and the better the deal. I like this very, very much. So if you're like, oh, man, Summer League in Vegas, always wanted to go, never really pulled the trigger on it, mm -hmm. now's the time. Hey, we're going. We're going. Come hang out with us. Come hang out, man. Come see us in public in Vegas doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And stuff will be done. I can guarantee you this, ladies and gentlemen. Stuff will be done. It's a guarantee. Take can, it to the bank. Can I come? Yeah, you yeah. can come. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Is, is personality Greg coming or producer Greg? <laughs> Wait, 
Can, wait, can, producer Greg, I'm gonna give you a hard time. Can you use that as your Father's Day gift? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Vegas with the Bulls boys. I went, I went to a bachelor party a couple of years ago in Vegas, and uh-huh. boy, do I have some stories for you guys. Oh, please, but do you remember it? Or I, I remember it. Oh, you that looks sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Snapchat videos never forget. Oh no, no, you don't put that on Snap. Oh, I can't hang out with you, Braggs. Braggs, you, you know what's better you, than reliving old stories and memories? Make a new one. Come on, Matthew Peck. Come on. Come, Come on. on to Vegas, y'all. Come on and go Come on to me. Vegas. Come on um, over. I have an announcement. I have a quick announcement. Okay. Throne Hat mm-hmm. is Beat Daddy Fish. No way. He hit me up because he's <laughs> upset that you thought it was Joey. He wants his credit <laughs> for being Throne Hat. Beat Daddy Fish, I apologize <laughs> for not accurately guessing that that was you yes i just thought it was joey who missed us so much already that mm-hmm. he needed to make a fake youtube account <laughs> and hang out with the chat <laughs> all of the joeys that he abandoned um i respect it yes i respect he it. has thrown hat well done on throwing hat like i told him uh, awesome. we still need to get together for that drink by the way buddy hit me yeah. up for my dms again we'll get yeah. some on the on the books uh okay um finals finals game three uh, we had a lovely time. We watched the game together last night. We did hang with out. With the rest of our old Outsiders crew, John Sabine, Kevin Bulldog Anderson. Shout out to our pals. Always great to see them. Uh, always lovely. Do we have to start with Jokic and Murray? Ooh, Doing that Lord. historic shit? My goodness gracious. Okay. <laughs> Special. Jokic's final stat line, 32, 21, and 10. Uh-huh. Jamal Murray, 34, 10, and 10. Uh-huh. The first pair of NBA teammates... To each have a 30-point triple-double in the same game. Not just in the finals. Mm -hmm. Not just in the playoffs. Mm -mm. Any NBA game Mm. ever. Ever. There you see the stat on the screen. I mean, holy lord. Two teammates putting up any kind of triple-double is impressive. And by the way, they were the first pair of teammates to do that in a finals game. Two triple-doubles as teammates. But the 30-point triple-double by teammates had never been done before, Dave. Dude, it's dumb what we got to witness and watch. So I'm I'm trying to tally up the point because I want to make sure I I say this correctly. So was it 66 points? 66 points, 31 rebounds. Mm -hmm. And 20 assists. Yes. Okay, like you said, it never been done ever Correct. in NBA history. Mm-hmm. So do you know who was the trio that did that? I saw this stat on Twitter last night Tell as well. Because they were the first duo. Yes. Only one trio Only one. has ever done it. Only one. And it was 92. Come on. And it was MJ, Scotty, and Horace. Bam! Boom. Slap! Across your face! I, I saw that stat and I was like, that... It took three people wild. in the 90s <laughs> to do this. We're amongst the era of all these triple doubles. Right. You know, we saw Russell Westbrook do it for three straight seasons. First to average it since yes. Oscar. Yeah. We're, the, we're in the era of LeBron James. Where that's what he does. Get yeah. triple doubles. I would think this would have happened through through LeBron, honestly. A thir- just one 30-point triple double. I would have in the finals. I would have thought that would have happened. Right. But to see two, <laughs> two of them in the finals is dumb because Murray's just kind of went under the radar because you weren't expecting it. You're so right. focused on Jokic and him and doing his a, thing. Just a casual, oh, yeah, I also got a 30-point yeah, triple right. double. Oh, yeah, I, I, I got one, too. <laughs> like, and, wait, oh, my God. Honestly, I and I think Murray's aggression offensively kind of set the tone for oh, the Nuggets at, out doubt. of the gate in this one. And then, you know, down the stretch, it was more, okay, we're facilitating through Jokic. I do want to also talk about how they uh, sort of uh, solved the heat uh, zone a little bit later in the Mm. conversation. But 
And then Murray, anytime the Heat looked like they were going to make a little bit of a run to get back in this game in the yeah. third and fourth quarters, yeah. just had one of his just soul-crushing Murray buckets. Yeah. Difficult yes. step backs, contested yeah. makes where you're just like, God damn, they got two unstoppable guys. Dude, when uh, Bam Adebayo got that tip-back dunk mm-hmm. over Jokic, yeah, it was like, oh, there's your moment. Very next play, here comes Jamal Murray popping a three. <laughs> right, the very next play, the Heat were going insane. Fans were like, this is it right there. Sit your ass down is what that three-pointer was right there. It was it was soul-crushing because yeah. they matched every single thing they wanted to do. And Jokic refused to lose. Mm-hmm. I love when greatness starts to show. His is really, truly starting to show because knowing that fourth quarter is when he takes his rest. Yeah, Not in this game, man. Mm-mm. His ass was out there, man. He's like, I'm not losing to y'all, bro. At no. All. I loved it. Uh, third person that you have to mention when breaking down game three, obviously, is Christian Brown. Brown! The hero of heroes <laughs> for the Nuggets. Native. Yes! Um, 19, <laughs> 19 minutes, and in those 19 minutes, he poured in 15 points on mm. seven of eight shooting. Mm. Also pulled down four boards, had an assist and a steal. His movement, the ways that he (laughs) allowed Jokic to find him as an off-ball cutter, but then also, like, he had that pickpocket and coast-to-coast slam. So precious. He had difficult finishes at the rim. Yes. You're like, God. And I was sitting there saying to you on my couch, like, God damn it, I really wanted this kid to draft. (laughs) It really burns me up right now. Christian Brown is playing a hero in an NBA Finals game. But... That's beside the point. You just mm-hmm. got to give credit to a rookie who's coming into a game and in his small amount of minutes mm-hmm. has a huge impact on the game like that. Had a true impact on the game. First of all, I don't even know if Billy Donovan would have played him. Let's start there. Uh, had a true impact on the game, though, man. And seven to eight shooting from the field. Yeah. And we talked about it because, of course, and I'm sure you want to mention Michael Porter Jr. and his trashness. And we talked about how somebody needs to step up. And we kept saying it was going to have to be him. Right. He was had to be the one. But by that in that third quarter, all you heard me doing was yelling, Matt, was sit your ass down. Get the hell out of the game. At Michael Malone from my couch. And get Michael Porter Jr. out. And I appreciated him hearing me loud and clear because he sat his long, lanky ass down and didn't bring him back in for the rest of the game. And it was like, that's the end of you tonight, sir, at least of the night. Brown came in and gave them exactly what I wanted Porter to give them. Just another guy to just give you uh, double-digit points and give you some of that spark. The play that I really loved, and you talked about the one with the coast-to-coast that he did, mm-hmm. the one where he got the steal and took it into Jimmy Butler's chest mm-hmm. and finished at the rim. Finished over him. That was an I'm here moment. Yeah. That was a, I'm not going away. All right? This isn't a fluke of luck. He put his shoulder right in that dude's chest and went up and scored. Yeah. I appreciated that move right there for him, man. That set the tone right there. It really did. Um, people talk a lot about Spo being maybe the best NBA coach in the league right now. Mm. Like, his talent and skill and schemes as a coach, giving his team a bigger leg up than any other NBA coach. Mm -hmm. I think you need to give some credit to Michael Malone for the adjustments he made from games two to game three. Mm -hmm. And there was one that I wanted to point out in particular. And it is when the heat went to their zone, which is sort of, it's like by definition, it's a one, three, one zone, but the heat really play it as just like a one, four with bam, Protecting the paint primarily, but roaming the baseline. And then four long perimeter defenders. And you could tell that it did get in the Nuggets' way offensively in game two. Mm -hmm. And Jokic likes to operate out of the high post a lot. Yeah. Because that's where he can pick apart defenses as a point center. Yeah. 
They didn't let him do that with all of that aggression on their zone with three or even sometimes four defenders hounding just that area of the floor mm-hmm. right around the top of the key. In game three, and I'm guessing it's because Malone told them to, Jokic was establishing much deeper post position mm-hmm. than operating out of the high post because, yeah, I mean, Bam's a solid rim protector, but if you ask him to cover sideline to sideline, mm-hmm. it's damn near impossible. Truly. So Jokic would seek deeper post position many times last night, and when the defense collapsed to him in that more spaced out part of the floor, mm-hmm. then Jokic picks him apart because there's a two-on-one advantage on the weak side of the floor. Great point. And, and also what he did well was when the switch came. Anytime that switch came and another defender got on him that was not Bam out of bio, it didn't matter who it was because it wasn't going to be a center. Yeah. If it was not Bam, immediately in the post. Mm-hmm. Immediately trying to seal mm-hmm. in the post and operate from that region on. And that was a big change because sometimes he would set that and he would pop out, get it, and start to facilitate. Not yesterday. As soon as it happened, I'm huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going in the post. See if you can stop me. And the answer is you cannot <laughs> because I'm bigger than you and much more skilled as well. Yeah. It was it was amazing to watch. It really was because they really took that third quarter mm-hmm. is what really did it. And they would not allow them to come back in that fourth. And I was thinking to Christian Brown mm-hmm. and, and the rest of the crew, man. But, yeah, they did a really great and job. The, the Nuggets also finished the game at the free throw line yes, a lot. Yes, they did. Which is huge. Outshot Miami from the free throw line, which, you know, if you think, what gives Miami the best shot to win any game in this series and maybe even win the series? Prayer. Slow down the game, muck it up, make it physical, mm-hmm. and see if you can hit more free throws than them. Because we like as credit to them as they deserve the Heat and their insanely hot three point shooting in the playoff in this postseason run of theirs compared to their regular season numbers that mm-hmm. blew chunks. You know they they <laughs> were they were okay but not great from three last night. Miami eleven yeah. of thirty five for thirty one percent. That's right. way below what they've been doing across the board in the playoffs. Correct. Correct. So. The Nuggets said, all right, well, well, we'll give you that. I did think the Nuggets did a better job closing out and contesting. I, mm-hmm. y- you screamed a couple times when the Nuggets defense was still letting the Heat shooters get open. <sighs> Stop. Oh, but oh. the Nuggets will say, you know what? Fine. The Nuggets went 5 of 18 from 3. Terrible. Which is like they have barely taken and made <laughs> any threes in this series. Right, they're shooting right. just over 30% yeah. at, at like 20 attempts per game. They had that and game. they're like, no, it's cool. We'll beat you with twos and free throws. <laughs> right, exactly. They still, And that's what's scary, though, Matt. They still haven't had that game. No. The deeper this goes, the like, scarier it is, I man. still feel like, dude, we're going to watch the Nuggets put up a buck 40 yeah, in game four or I'm something. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's going to come for that squad, man. And they should be really worried. They should, he should really be worried that Michael Porter Jr. is playing like ass. And they One of seven last night. Win. He's now, what, three of a million from three in the first three games? How many this, did he miss in this one? I think he was finished 0 of 2 from three so last is, night. So he is now 3 of 19. Oh. <laughs> he is 3 of that 19. sounds bro. like a bull stat. <laughs> 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 they couldn't shoot threes. <laughs> Everybody wanted Michael Porter Jr. You know? <laughs> but... It's and and also the game that they won, they shot what like seventy percent yeah. from the field, yeah, and and like forty eight percent from three, and they mm-hmm. won by three points. They should be worried, bro. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't good. Like you had to do these things, and you still weren't able to win. You have to play a perfect game, yeah, to to even be in and the running to beat this kind of team. Look, Butler was not super efficient for the Heat oh, last night. Trey Eleven out. of twenty four. Hot uh, trash he, on he, defense. He did give him twenty eight. 
Bam nearly gave him a 20 and 20 game. Uh, he finished with 22 and 17. But again, Bam, not super efficient. Seven of 21 look, from man. the field. Look, I, and, and I, I can't remember what podcast it was on, but I just heard somebody admit that Jimmy Butler's been absolute trash since that first series against Milwaukee. But he has not been good. I shouldn't say absolute. But he has not been good. He's been mm. in the low 40s shooting from the field, man. And not getting the free throw line and as not, much. Yes. And, not on wood. And also uh, the defense, man. Like, go look at some of those defensive possessions against Jamal Murray. He was wearing him out. And Jimmy mm. was just going through the motions on a lot of those things, man. He was getting exposed a, a lot, man. But he hasn't been great. He's got to have a game for them because that team can only carry you so far. Right. At some point in time, your star has to be your star. He's got to give them that game, man. And, and look, this isn't me just being a bitter Bulls fan who's just so bitter wants Bulls to be fan. done with talking about Jimmy Butler while also admitting after they beat the Bucks in that first round series, respect to him, more respect than I'd ever given him before. He deserved that. But Butler seems to be in this weird, like, you know, purgatory of NBA stardom where nobody expects him to do the things he does when he does them, like lead the Heat to the finals with right. some of those epic performances in their early rounds. Yeah. And so they, he's showered with praise. Oh, yeah. my God, Jimmy Buckets. Yeah. Himmy Butler. This man is unstoppable. This man is amazing. Play off Bow Jimmy. down to Jimmy Buckets. Play off Jimmy. When he comes up short in I big games. Jimmy. <laughs> when, when he comes up short in big games, people do not grill into him like yeah. they grill into other stars. Yeah, I, I it like, drives me crazy. Me too, because I want fairness. Yes. That's all I'm saying. I want the fairness of it. We're going to give him the praise, which he's well, deserving like, of. Right. He deserved the praise. But when you play like ass, you got to tell him you play like ass. We talk about that a lot on this show we don't mind giving anybody the praise but we don't mind taking you to the woodshed either yeah you got to get it both ways and jimmy's gonna have to get that because he's been like i said pure hot ass when it comes to playing defense and shooting in the 40s from the field man you can't you're that best player you're that guy you can't play this way against this team in denver bro you have to be better yeah. 28 ain't gonna cut it right you gotta i need 40 yeah that's what's gonna have to cut it for them that's what Gave it to him in, in the bubble. Mm -hmm. Remember when he was putting up 40-point triple-doubles? Mm -hmm. That's when people were like, oh, my God, yes, this guy. He's arrived like that. Guess what? You're going to have to do that again. That is no one-time thing, bro. You got to do that stuff again, man. They need you to do that. And if you can't, this is going to be a short series, bro. My other favorite stat from Game 3, um, we already talked about the, you know, the t uh, teammate uh, triple-doubles. Mm -hmm. Jokic individually, that was his third... 30, 20, and 10 game in the NBA postseason of his career. There have only been two others to do it once. Yes. And it was Wilt and Kareem. Oh, yes. They each did it once. No one else has ever done it. Mm -hmm. Jokic, after last night, has now done it three times. It's so amazing. That's freaking stupid. <laughs> Pretty dumb. It's so amazing we're in this era of wings and the best players are all big men. Yeah. It's so amazing to me on that. Top man. three MVP finishers. Yeah, dude. Like, for the last five years, yeah. it's been big men, dog. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, kudos to Jokic, man, and Murray and what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, and I hope Embiid is enjoying these finals from his couch. <laughs> With his trophy sitting right there, mm -hmm. like, enjoying it. Enjoy and that MVP, Enjoy trophy. that MVP, son. Uh, all right, we got to take our first break. When we come back, we'll dive into this very interesting Zach Levine stat that we saw on Twitter yesterday and God a larger damn. conversation about clutch Zach versus not clutch Zach. Mm -hmm. That's coming up next. While we're taking this break, sharing words from our friends and sponsors, do us a simple, easy favor. It'll What's take that? you half a second. What's that? Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along on YouTube. Do it for Braggs. Helps us out a lot. Very easy. Mm -hmm. Do it for Braggs. Do it for Sarah. Mm -hmm. Do it for your fellow Bulls fans. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, make sure if you aren't already, subscribe to the CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. 
Big Dave, what do we got on deck? Them aces and pins. Oh, the aces and pins. Oh, them aces and pins. Or as you would know, them pins and aces. Pins and aces. Yeah, that was the goddamn official golf apparel partner of all city and CHGO. We love our pins and aces gear. Yes, we do. And get tons of compliments on, and also, and this is important, off the course. Because mm. mm, you want to look good in both. When you're walking there to play, you want to look right when you're walking on in. You want to look do. smooth. You want to look cool when you do that. All right? So, they are a family-owned golf and apparel business. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and, of course, the Matt Peck beer sleeve. Oh, The innovative product allows you to store seven of them things right up inside your golf bag, or as Matt taught me, Sixer and a roadie. Sixer and a roadie. Open that golf bag, man, and keep them drinks frosty cold the entire round, or if you're hanging with us, half a round. So, check out pinsandaces.com. Use that code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get yourself some free shipping also. That is pinsandaces.com. Because when you look good, you play good. And when you play good, it's all good. After you have fun on the course, you got to get back in the classroom. Oh. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Lewis University. Go to school. Many of their students are adults just like you. Many have full-time jobs just like you. Many have families. All of them chose Lewis's supportive educational community to help make their transition back to school as easy as possible and earn a respected degree. Located just 35 miles southwest of Chicago, Lewis University is a comprehensive Catholic university and mm. ranked as one of the U.S. News and World Report's top tier colleges. Mm. Lewis partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts. Courses that are offered in the evening and online and blended scheduling formats so you can balance your work life, your family life, and your education. The faculty bring real-world experience and instruction to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career, whatever it may be. That's right. They offer career support and academic resources for their adult students. Whether you're looking to complete your bachelor's degree, enroll in a professional certificate, or graduate degree, Lewis has the right program for you. Mm. You can study a variety of subjects, criminal justice and public safety, da- uh, data science, computer science, mm-hmm. uh, software engineering, AI, cybersecurity, digital forensics, uh, business analytics, finance, and MBA, project management, everything you could think that you want to study to advance your career, they offer it. So here's what you do. Yes. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world. Learn more at lewisu.edu. Lewisu! Slash. Yes. You can do this. That's lewisu, the letter U, dot edu, slash. You can do this. You can do it all night long. <laughs> Study hard to brighten your future. That's right. Yeah. All night long. That's what you do. All night. How else do you study to learn, man? You study all night. I pull it all night to studying. I'm sure oh, you have. Constantly. Yeah, man. It yeah. Was a thing. It was a thing, man. Was Didn't get a lot of sleep. But a party all nighter and then a study all nighter. I worked all night and then I would study. That's what that went for me. <laughs> Grades, grades were impeccable. Honestly, I don't really remember how it went. College, <laughs> college was so long ago. Yeah. Oh, I, remember, I remember. I remember. I had a good time. I remember, man. I remember but very well. Definitely working hard, man. But definitely was studying hard at the same time. Had to. It was awesome, man. And now we ended up here, CHO, mm-hmm. with Brags messing up a, on the. I board. had a great time. <laughs> you had a great time. <laughs> that is shocking. I didn't go to college, but I would visit my friends. So, however many colleges I drank at. <laughs> 
And then I'd just make up it. I'd be like, oh, I'm studying, you know, arts and science. What, what was your favorite college campus to visit because your friends went there? Like, what was the most fun yeah, like, I mean, college weekend visit? Purdue. You, you, know, you could think I'd say Purdue, but I'd go the opposite way. It was IU Bloomington. Oh. My, most of my I, friends went to IU Bloomington. I had some friends that went to IU. I visited a couple of times. So I had a friend that ro- fun. would uh, race in the Little Five. Mm-hmm. You know, that was always an amazing right, yeah. time going down there for that. And then Halloween. We'd go there every year for Halloween and tear it up. Oh, wow. Just specifically for Halloween. Specifically. What, what was so special dude. about Halloween? Man? You know. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, dude, college Halloween Stop. parties in general, there, there are no rules. <laughs> there are rules? That, uh, that's a, that doesn't sound yeah. appealing to me. There's no rule. Hey, I'm going home. <laughs> that sounds like, bro. That sounds like the police showing up, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'll be all right. <laughs> Colin, no, I, I, I remember not remembering. Yeah. We all had some of those nights. Yeah, man. I had fun. Um, but I worked hard. Work hard, play hard. Mm-hmm. That is my motto. Very, very hard. For life. Hasn't let me down yet. Um, all right. Let's talk about Zach Levine, you guys. Why not? So, Dave, you found this from NBA University on Twitter yesterday. Shout out to them. Shout out to NBA University. Great Twitter account to follow if you aren't already. I believe they're at NBA underscore university. They've got great stats Mm -hmm. and some fun graphics. And the most recent of which was looking at some of the most clutch bucket getters in the NBA over the past five years. Uh, I believe we have that graphic of theirs, if you could bring it up. So... Over the last five years, it is by each team in the league who is that killer player who has scored the most clutch buckets against them in this five-year span. And uh, they have the number of field goals made in, as we know, clutch time, five-point margin or fewer in the final five minutes of a game slash overtime. Yes. Zach Levine is one of two players to make four different appearances on this stat slash graphic, Mm -hmm. along with current NBA Finals hero, Nikola Jokic. Mm. And then if you just look at some of the other players on this list, it's, you know, Steph is in there. Kevin Durant is in there. Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum is in there. (laughs) Trey Young is in there. John Moran is in there. These are the Mm -hmm. elite level bucket getters of the NBA. Mm -hmm. And of this group, Zach Levine has been the team killer of the most teams in the NBA with clutch time buckets. Yeah, shocked, aren't you? Aren't you shocked by this? But that's not what I heard. Zach Levine doesn't do that stuff in the phone, Cody. What are you talking about? Dude, I, miss, funny, dude. I miss that voice. It's been so long since I've heard. We're, we're out of season. I, yeah. sw- I have not heard that voice in, it's been in a, a while. month. It's been a while, but I had to put it out for this, man. Because this is stuff we heard, right? This is what we told all the time. He's not I love that. Guy. What are you saying? He's not the guy to do it in the fourth quarter. That's what they saying. That's what we continue to hear, and that's what we could they continue to say. It doesn't, but again, this won't matter because mm-hmm. that narrative will still be there because right. it's the narrative people just want to lean on right now. So it's just what it is. But these numbers just will show you this is not true. It simply isn't true. What we always upset about Zach in the fourth quarter is the turnovers. Right. Him turning the ball over, him dribbling. It had nothing to do with scoring. Getting but because every time we looked at numbers, even go back to Demar's like MVP run. Mm. If you was number one, right? Guess who was always right there in the top five with him in those clutch buckets? It was Zach Levine right there. If he was one, he was four. That's how I went. Look at it this year. It's mm. the same damn thing. They were always neck and neck. That's just how I went because Zach Levine gets those kind of buckets. 
It's just that he doesn't get that DeMar Bucket game-winning joint right. where he walks around banging on his chest and right. throwing his jersey into the stands. Which, by the way, DeMar DeRozan made him uh, made his own appearance on this graphic oh, three yes, times. He did. Yes, he did. Three times. And it was funny because as soon as I saw the Wizards win, I was like, yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Was, yep. That, was that New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? That was New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Yeah. New Year's Day. Yeah. But, yeah, he always kills them. But, yeah, you, Zach Levine definitely. Remember the four-overtime game? I remember right. it well because he was killing them. He's the reason that we kept going to that because he kept hitting those clutch buckets, man. He kept doing that to them. The Pacers, yes. Another team, he continued to do it too. Minnesota, you see it on His old team. He balls out against them. Yes. The Knicks are key because guess what? He's doing that on the road as well Mm -hmm. because he definitely did that at Madison Square Garden uh, on that squad, dog. But Yes, you have to give him his love for these kind of things. This is why he's paid the money he's paid. Right. This is why people like us still believe in Zach Levine. And it's like, hey, guess what? This dude is pretty good. This is why when people say the boom blocked the trade and it sucks like that, I'm like, no, you know who lost the trade? The other two teams who traded. <laughs> right. Look at the rolls of tape and gum that they got for him. We walked away with a two-time all-star who can do stuff like this yeah. and is still developing. So Zach Levine's good. Please, people, he's good. Uh, Steven in the comments pointing out that people forget MJ missed more possible game winners than he Don't do made. that, Steven. That's, let's, <laughs> let's not try and bridge that comparison to what we're talking about with yes. Zach. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But You're not wrong. But, let's let's yeah. wait until you know Zach leads to the Bulls to a few playoff series <laughs> yes, wins before correct. we start throwing that comparison correct. around. And, you know, I saw somebody uh, earlier on, like, as we were going live, who already threw in their two cents saying, like, dude, Zach Levine can't, like, he might make clutch buckets, but he can't lead a team to, to playoff wins. Uh, yeah, it was Carlos at yeah. the beginning of the show. Jimmy ain't it's, do that it's here fair either. to say that, and that's why, I, like, I... I grapple with this thought a lot Ooh, in the last couple that. of years Okay, is do we not give Zach Levine enough credit for hello? He's one of the best clutch bucket getters in the entire freaking league. Mm-hmm. Here's the proof right. versus does he maybe not deserve that much credit because when he's not getting clutch buckets, you know, the other shoe drops and we're scratching our heads or we're throwing our hats because, Two hats. because he turned the ball over. You knew with, that was going to happen, right? With uh, you know the score tied and a minute and a half to go. Yes, yeah. it's 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 a double edged coin, and it's really hard to figure out where Bulls fans should land on. Is he underrated and underappreciated, or it's like, well, yeah, he's a great bucket getter, but he has this fatal flaw. Yeah. First of all, never keep a double-edged coin in your pocket, kids. <laughs> Don't do that. Sounds dangerous. Sounds very dangerous, man. Sounds really tough. Who right still there. carries coins at yeah. all? I, I mean, yeah. Well, you, I, I know carry you don't a, carry cash. I carry a double-edged credit card yes, in my wallet. <laughs> That's a flex, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, so how do you think we uh, flew to Denver last weekend? Hey, come on! Shout out to my Southwest Shout Visa out. credit card. Hey, baby! It's everywhere you want to be. Getting them points. It's not a comfortable ride to get there, but it's everywhere <laughs> you want to be. But he's getting there, and that's the point, ladies and gentlemen. And but yeah, but. What Zach does, and he has to have that signature moment for Bulls fans to do it. Right. And that's just for surface. Like, people don't want to go beyond the numbers Mm -mm. when they're making these points. Honestly, it's very surface. I don't care how smart you are in that when you're making your points and arguments, they're surface. That all the other stuff, like what we're talking about here, going beyond the numbers, letting you know like how good it is, is just so we can tell you, yeah, we know what we're talking about here. Like, we know what we're looking at. He's really this good. But to their point, he has to give them something that they can see. Uh, they have to have. He has to have that moment, Matt, where he hits that three and walks off the floor. Yeah. He has to have that playoff moment right. where he scores forty and carries the Bulls to, to that victory. Right. And they're not going to count that play in. And and look, like lest we forget, 
that playing game, Zach balled out. Balled out. And I was sitting there saying, oh, God, I want the Bulls to lose this game badly. Running but around. I made peace with the Bulls winning because and only because Zach's the reason they won that game. He does. Well, shout out uh, DR DeRozan as well. She is a, She is the biggest reason they won that national game. National treasure. Zach was the second biggest. gentlemen, national treasure. But yes, he balled the hell out in that game, man. And that was just really great to see. Him have that postseason moment, which is why I want to go to the playoffs. So people can have moments. Hello. But yeah, that's why it was awesome to see that form. But he's got to put that together in a series, you know, for, for Bulls fans to look at where they actually win a game. Now, they're going to believe what they're going to believe about him. You know, I don't care if he wins the series. You know, I don't care if he's MVP vote, all that's whatever. Mm-hmm. They're going to believe what they're going to believe about Zach. Well, I still don't think he's that guy. People are going to continue to say that stuff because their mind's made up on him. So that's just what it is. So just keep doing your thing, Zach Levine. That rhyme, by the way. Just keep doing your thing, man. And just keep being great. These are This is great. Honestly, this is what you want star players to do is to come through in the clutch against other teams where they have to game plan for you and it still don't matter because you getting buckets. That's yeah. Zach Levine, bro. That's what he's doing. I mean, it's it's hard to ignore that. Yes. That like here are all of the NBA teams and the and the players that kill them in clutch time the most, and Zach Levine is tied for first for appearances on that list. Yes. Oh. Um and, and uh, again, that uh it, that's a stat that goes back for the past five seasons. So some of that you could say was Zach trying to play hero ball in the early days of the Zach Lowry Wendell rebuild that never went anywhere Mm -hmm. because he was the only player on those teams who could make a damn shot when it counted. But again, to your point earlier, this Zach DeMar duo for the past two seasons, yes, all they have is a first round exit spanning two seasons and a one and done play in tournament exit to show for it. Zach Levine was making damn near just as many clutch time buckets as clutch hero DeMar DeRozan over yep. the past two seasons. Yep. Go and check the tape. Check the numbers. Yep. DeMar is here. Zach is here. Mm-hmm. They both scored clutch buckets. It was not just, you know, trash games, meaningless games, empty stats. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that phrase that a lot of people throw at Zach Levine. In the, in the days when the Bulls were trash and won the occasional game because Zach played hero ball in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. And do you? I remember even this season when they went on that stretch where it kept coming down to the last second and DeMar was taking the shots and he wasn't hitting it. And people were like, why not give Zach a chance? And then when Zach got a shot to do it, it didn't work. And they're like, yeah, we'll never do it again. You know, like, don't give it to him. He can't do it. See, you see, I got Lynn. He's overrated. Exactly. You know overrated. Like, That's what I'm saying. The numbers don't matter. You know, their, their minds are made up on what he is. I don't know how he's overrated because nobody really rates him. No. Most people <laughs> do nothing but throw all. shade at him and say he's not a good player. Yeah, they call him trash. Like, how, how can that player be overrated? I've never heard of that Although, before. there are people in the comments... You know, the other piece of context that we have yet to bring up is mm. contract. Yeah. Renewable yes. and rechargeable review saying Zach isn't the A number one guy on a team, but with his contract, the expectations are as such. Yeah. And Shy Northside saying for that contract, he's definitely not underrated and never will be. Get him, Matt. Come on. Mm. Come on. Come on, precious. He's, he's, a, he's a two-time All-Star and a standard max contract. How many times do I have to fucking say this and explain it to Bulls fans? Is he a flawed player? Yes, but uh-huh. he is a flawed star. Uh huh. Star. Star. Being the key word there. S T A R. Not star. not on a supermax, <laughs> on a regular max contract yes. that he earned. Mm-hmm. And that Kings contract the Bulls matched, 
He was grossly underpaid. Yeah. Gr- like Scotty Pippen levels of grossly underpaid. Oh, he went Scotty on him. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait till y'all see what this contract looks like in a couple years. Wait Dude, till y'all see. Bulls fans he's like, oh man, Zach's making 40 some million next season <laughs> and freak out. It's like you're about to watch the upper echelon of NBA stars making 65 mm-hmm. annually. Mm-hmm. This contract is nothing. Jalen Brown. Yeah. Why do you see Jalen what, Brown? What do, you, what do you think the Bulls should be paying Zach Levine? $10 million a season? <laughs> Open your goddamn eyes. I am so <laughs> sick of this conversation. Like after the game, <laughs> right after the game. All right, buddy, here's your, here's your Thanks, goal. Lawrence. Like it's a punch clock there, man. All right, bunch it out. Here's your check. <laughs> He's so angry. <laughs> like this isn't a punch clock system. He doesn't get a, a check after two weeks and gets a check after the game. Here you go, buddy. And he goes home to the wife who makes a pot of oatmeal for him to eat. Like, this isn't his life, all right? He's an NBA player, man, and he's making his money. This is what you're supposed to be paid. He is getting what he's supposed to be paid, and it's going to be low. This is a brilliant contract. This is another reason teams want to trade for him, not just because he's also awesome, but because that contract is sweet right? because of the value you will get because they understand how cold he is. Listen to Patrick Beverly when he was here, when he was talking about Zach Levine. Right. Like, dude, he's cold. The dude said it for like five minutes. He cold. Mm-hmm. He cold. Mm-hmm. He cold. Mm-hmm. Dude, he cold. Uh, <laughs> That's it, man. Colin pointing out in the comments that the Bulls lucked out that Zach didn't oh, make All-NBA third team. Because then you'd be talking about a bigger contract. Yes. But that if you took just Zach's stats from the second half of this season... That's all NBA caliber shit. Dude, he was unreal the second half of the season, bro. He was Go back special. and look if you've already special. forgotten because your mind's already been made up about Zach Levine. Yeah. He was elite from basically December yeah. through the rest of the season. He was, man. October and November were rough. Yeah. Slow start. Adam says, we'll give you D'Angelo De- for Zach. <laughs> and that's the thing. Bulls fans say these things. We don't want him. Get rid of him. And then you hear these trade-offs. And they're like, I don't want to do that. Well, guess what? <laughs> you got to roll with Zach, man. Zach Levine has done everything you would want an NBA player to do, man. He, he, he always for the team, always showing up. He'll play hurt. He'll put it all on him. You know, he, he does it in the community as well. Mm-hmm. He's one he's an all-star. You know, he's your face of your squad two times on it. He's face of your team. Like he's everything, no issues, nothing like that. Married man got a shorty. Like, you hear nothing from Zach Levine, bro. Like we watched him in the goddamn hallway come limping down a hallway just to be there for a bum ass squad. Mm-hmm. He, he, had, he wasn't even playing. He should have been at home. Should have yeah. been on crutches, just limping in, though. Hey, what's up? Y'all got to be here for my team. This is what you want. That's the kind of player you want on your squad, man. It's just not going to be good enough. And it will not be good enough, man. He's got to win. That's how it is for them. But when he wins, I don't. I want to see what you're saying next. That's going to be my next thing. What next then? What next? And the way that the season started, if you remember being terrified, it was like opening night. Oh, by the way, we're sitting Zach tonight. And Bulls fans were like, what? Uh, I'm sorry, what? What, first two games, remember? Yeah. And it was like, well, we're managing this knee yeah. after the offseason surgery. Uh-huh. And we were like, oh, crap. And then he played Rusty for the first handful of games. Rusty! And, and then what happened, he started 77 games yes. and averaged 36, per <laughs> ga- 36 minutes per game. And even with the slow start, finished averaging 24.8 points. <sighs> Just dumb. Just dumb, on, dumb. on 48 and a half, 37 and a half. Yeah. Just 84 dumb. and a half. Just dumb, dog. Just You'd dumb. take out 
October and November, and yeah. those numbers are all NBA numbers offensively. Yeah. Uh, I saw somebody, uh, oh, renewable and rechargeable, pointing out the, the defense factor with Zach. Well, it's like, you know, the money would seem more worth it if Zach didn't only play at one end of the court. Okay. Ooh. Oh, we gonna do this. Okay. Part? All right. Zach is not getting all NBA de- or all defensive team anytime soon. I don't think. He's also made steps to become a better, more often passable defender. Remember a couple of games this season that the Bulls won that were close, and Zach made a big defensive play at the end yeah. to clinch the W. Mm. Those things happened. Yeah. We yeah. know that he has flaws, especially as an off-ball defender. Mm. Players have flaws. Yeah. How many other star scorers, elite-level scorers in the NBA, are on max contracts that are just as much, if not more money than Zach's, who are also sometimes sieves on the defensive end? Because uh, that is not a short list. It's a substantial list. It's a note, guys. One of them is on our team. <laughs> our, our guy, our guy Echo Bean in the chat, he, he wants to find a way to draft Grady Dick, so he's looking for the dick pick. Uh, well. He, look, he, he literally well, put that up there just so he could say that. What are you doing? That's right. <laughs> all right, I'll leave. First that's, of all, it's, it's Eco Bean. Bro. Also, Eco Bean. that's Whatever. the only thing Eco Bean can contribute to this conversation, <laughs> being the biggest Zach Levine hater that's always in our comment section. This is true. He is. He's very true to form. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was I, wondering why Brass was putting that up. I was like, why I, are you putting that up? I oh, saw Eco Bean's first comment got jokes. of got yawn. Are you yawning because you didn't have anything to contribute to the conversation? Because you know that we're right and you don't have a retort for it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, empty calorie scorer. I hate. Uh oh, give me a hat. <laughs> it's about to get thrown. Come on. Toss him. Give it to him. He's got it. There At, it is. Alley oop. Uh, you know you want to. Right there. Right you know you back, though. Hey, tossed. There it is, ladies and gents. That's called that's teamwork. Yeah, that's a sturdy glass door. Don't worry. Very sturdy. Don't worry. Very sturdy. <laughs> the day you put a crack in there with a hat is a day I'm Dude, worried. if I hit it just right with the brim? Look, if you can do that, sir, we are going to, like, a county <laughs> fair. <laughs> like, because you got some strength. Like, we need to go ahead and, make uh, some, and monetize. That's some odd job shit Yeah, right bro. There. Yeah, we need to monetize some I of that can, strength you got, buddy. I, can, my I, I, will, I will break through one of Bragg's brick walls <laughs> with a thrown hat. What do you think about that, Bragg? <laughs> he can do it. One right behind you, man. Give it a shot. He can do it, man. You know Bragg's run through that wall. Did you me. build this one? No, I did not. <laughs> Somebody in 1920 probably did. Like, you can look at that and tell that's, that's how old that it's brick is? It's been a minute. It's like a 1930. 1930, you feel? Great Depression brick? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Capone knocked a hole through that. <laughs> What's behind this wall? <laughs> What's in the box? J- Jimmy Hoffa. Jim, right. <laughs> He's back there. See, Briggs. That's why he can't be There's only one way he find out. It is. Who's got a sledgehammer? Braggs. <laughs> he got one in the car. He got something. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not not at all. All right, we got to take our second break. We'll come back to wrap up. I did want to get a little bit more into the whole, like, well, okay, talking about Zach and clutch versus not clutch. The other me- part of that, which you just mentioned, his teammate Damar. Mm-hmm. If Zach's clutch gene improves or suffers, if and when the Bulls say goodbye to DeMar. Ooh. So I want to touch on that as a way to wrap up that conversation. We'll do that coming up next while we're sharing words from our present sponsors. Hit the thumb Hit in the, the upward thumb. direction if you haven't done so yet. Big Dave, who do we got next? Braggs, what time is it? Game time. Huh. Game! <laughs> Drills on the first 
first try. He said it. it. Took him a second, but he got. There. I just thought he was. It was for dramatic effect. Oh, that's the, the, the pause. I th- I'm pretty sure he knew what he was doing the whole time. Oh, I don't think so at all. It was a dramatic pause. <laughs> I don't think at all. I don't think it's all. You I terrified th- me. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fly this plane. All right. You're throwing birds at me. Like, come I'm on, doing man. This, I'm doing you. I've done to every producer. Sarah can attest. Okay. <laughs> I've done it to every producer. I'm hanging out for my <laughs> life over here. I've done it to every producer, sir. This is what it is doing our show, sir. This is what it is. Trial by Did fire. Did just compare himself to Sully? <laughs> He's more like Denzel in flight. I got, I got two dead engines. We're landing this thing in the Hudson. He's more, more like Denzel in flight. It's, it's more that one. Uh, just pouring drinks while he's talking to the people. Oh, my God. Yes, but game time, ladies and gentlemen. Buy tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, music, comedy, and theater nearest you. With killer deals. Mm. That should be a guitar lick right there for some reason. I don't know why. Just saying, killer deals. Yeah, there you go. Right, right. There it is. Then Zach, you come in with a face <laughs> melter. <laughs> and last minute tickets on their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for all the fun that you are going to have. The flash deals and the last minute tickets. That's what they got. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And my favorite thing, the images of the seat views. Mm. I need to know where I can sit so I can stretch these wonderful sexy games out. That thing has to happen. Have to. Lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and even job loss protection. Look at that. They got your back, sir. They just want y'all to have a good time. Got it all figured out. So snag tickets with no, with no stress with the Game Time app. Download that Game Time app, create an account, use the code CHGO, and you'll get $20 off of your first purchase, man. You could have used that if you were buying them Taylor Swift tickets. I promise you that. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Use that code CHGO. $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Because Matt Pat, what time is it? Game Time who? That's how it's done, Brad. Right there. Just be ready for next time. I'm just telling you. Be ready. <laughs> we're learning. We're That's learning. It. That's what we need to do. I, he he did better than most on the fly for the first one. Oh, you remember Sarah's like? Uh, <laughs> first, if, if, first I had, if I had, if I was, she was like, four uh, thirty. Like, why are you yelling at me? First time you did that to me, I was just like, nah. Right, I, like, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah. This is a, no. This is a joke. <laughs> I don't believe you. That's a, that's a right, exactly. <laughs> Leave me be, sir. Leave me be, you hat-wearing, long-haired gentleman. Leave me alone. Got to be prepared. Nope. Game time. Answer Could be it. thrown into the show at any point. Any point in time, man. That's how we roll. Uh, all right. So, talking about the whole Zach and DeMar double-clutch score thing that the Bulls have going, mm-hmm. what do you want to see happen as far as, like, if, do you have faith for Zach to be an even better clutch-time performer in that continues to score clutch buckets, mm. but maybe improves upon his basketball IQ, mm. decreasing the turnovers, improving the ball handling. Like, mm. improving his ball handling is something that he can do. Yeah. If he just works on that this offseason, he can Seriously. be a better ball handler and thus a better clutch time player yeah. because it would minimize his turnovers. Agreed. But how does DeMar factor into that for you? The way you look at it, Zach clutch, DeMar clutch. If DeMar leaves and his clutch gene leaves, what does that do to Zach Levine? Well, obviously, it gives him more opportunities. That's step one. He right. becomes 1A and 1B. Because mm-hmm. right now, it's a 1A and 1B thing. 
right now is is he's one A, he'll be one A, he'll be one B. Mm-hmm. So he'll get those opportunities. Um, it, it makes it a little harder because obviously teams are going to be keying in on you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be focusing in on you. But this is where greatness comes out when teams know you're getting the ball and you still put the buckets in their face. That's where the greatness lies. So he'll get the opportunity to do that. I saw him do that a few times when he first got here. There were a few games, and the one that continues to pop into my mind was when Jimmy was first in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That was a big game, and I believe Zach had like 40-something, and he hit a clutch bucket, an and one, as a matter of fact, for the Bulls to take the league, and he hit the free throw, and then they won the game because uh, Jimmy went down, and he defended Jimmy on the next play, and Jimmy missed the shot, game over. Right. That was huge, colossal. So he'll get more of those opportunities uh, without a guy like DeMar DeRozan. But like I said, it takes away from having another guy that can do it like that. So teams will be keying on you. Teams will be looking at you. They'll be putting your their best defender on you. I don't think Zach has had uh, that moment since DeMar has been here of just having the best defender on you. It was a couple games where I think we were at one of them right. when they played the Knicks. Uh, they didn't have their best defender on DeMar DeRozan. Everybody thought Zach was going to get the ball. Right. And DeMar was the one who took the shot and said, I'm never doing that again. And then he went on to not do that again for the rest of the season because he had some incredible shots. But, yeah, he's going to get opportunity. I think it increases the opportunity for Zach to be great and to step into that greatness. And I think it's time and he get he should have that that moment. You know, he deserves it to give him that moment to do it. You paid him to be that guy. So whether DeMar is going to be there or not, you've got to give him that opportunity to have those moments, man, because you want him to be that dude. And you know he wants to be the dude mm-hmm. in the commercials all the time. You know what I'm saying? He wants to be that guy. So now he will have that moment to be that guy if DeMar DeRozan isn't there. And I think he'll step into it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, that's To me, the thing is, if you take DeMar out, mm-hmm. you still need to give Zach a complimentary piece of some kind mm-hmm. because we saw what only clutch Zach looks like mm-hmm. before DeMar got here, and it wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when defenses are keying on DeMar late in games, late in close games, mm-hmm. it opens things up a bit for Zach. True. That's the reason why Zach's clutch scoring is as high as it's been over the last two seasons. So, like, to me, that's that's where the concern lies is I, I am all okay if the Bulls decide that they need to make a strong change of direction this season instead of running it back and signing a couple guys to veteran minimums, which looks like the most likely path forward right now. N- I, I would say most Bulls fans don't want to see that. But if you take DeMar out, then unless there's some huge ascension from Pat or Kobe, if they bring him back, like, right. where is the other guy who can help you get it done in the fourth quarter because one guy alone cannot get it done in the fourth quarter maybe for the occasional regular season game but if you're talking about a team that's built for playoff winning yeah what did we just see Jokic and Murray do last night oh the one two (laughs) they needed both of them Mm -hmm. I like when Jimmy's had a running mate the heat have fared better and on nights when he hasn't like (laughs) yeah yeah no, you're absolutely right. Uh, Zach can still be a better clutch player by improving certain elements to his game, but I think most Bulls fans would agree he can't do it alone. No, and, and he shouldn't have to either. Uh, he should be set up with a nice system around him to you know make him a better player. You brought up Kobe, and that's the guy I was going to go to because I think Kobe will be one of those guys. Because Kobe, not just because he'll step into it, because he's been doing it mm-hmm. since he's got here. Like Kobe's had... 
those huge fourth quarters for the Chicago Bulls. Had another one against the Miami Heat, but he couldn't finish the game for some reason. Hello, Billy Donovan. And Kobe, I think Kobe getting better in the offseason and getting more opportunities this season. We'll see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. But him in that fourth quarter, yeah, that's going to help right there because Kobe's not afraid of the moment at all. He'll take those shots, and I think he'll hit those shots because I've seen him hit those. But, man, Zach can really do it, though. Like, I know he can. Like, I know he's good enough to do those things, man. And he's going to get those opportunities if DeMar DeRozan is not here. It's going to happen for him. And it's going to be sink or swim because Bulls fans are either going to praise him or they're going to loathe him. <laughs> you know, they're going to not stand Zach Levine. So the detractors are going to be the detractors and the diehards are going to be the diehards, mm-hmm. you know? Whether he makes or miss those shots, they'll still have those opinions. Well, yeah, he hit it, but he can't do it again. And then the other one's like, I told you he wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's going to be like that. It's right. those people in the middle who are like us, right. who you're going to have to, who will be watching it a little differently. You know what I'm saying? Not going through the peaks and valleys and like that, man. Trying to be steady with it, but... But yeah, I, th- I think he'll be solid, man. Well, ahead, I mean, bro. that's the hardest part as a Bulls fan. When we had the decision on Jimmy Butler, it was like the same thing. Is he a max guy? Is he not? Well, how I didn't want him at the time. Now I feel like an idiot for even saying that. Look at the guy. No, I still don't want him. Well, and that's the point is it's like everybody's so split. We haven't had that defined thing. And then when you talk about young players, look at Laurie Markinen. These guys move on. Now we have to make this decision on Patrick Williams. And now you're worried. Well, we let these guys go and they and they developed mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. from us. Yeah. So now if we, you know, let Patrick Williams walk at some point, he's going to do the same thing. So yeah. it's we're caught in between on these guys, I feel like. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday with Pat. How I, was, I felt that's part of the reason. Like, he, he sh- this is why you have to pay him. Is because of the things you let go and how they panned out in other places. You can't do that again with Patrick Williams. But but Zach, man, has been here through all of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Through all of the players you mentioned. He's been here through all of that, man. Thick and thin, injured or not, out there putting up buckets, trying to do his best. We saw what it looks like when too much is put on him. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. When everything is put on Zach, it does not work because he forces every single thing. Right. He's like, I've got to be that guy. I've mm-hmm. got to be the man. You have to take some of that weight off of him, and that's where the front office has to come in. You have to put the right people around him so he doesn't do those things. And see, that's the thing. Like, If they had more help, <laughs> if you could have guys ready to take and make big shots late and close games so that Zach and DeMar don't have to do everything by themselves. Right. How many times did the Bulls have a driving kick to a player who was like, oh, I, 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 I would like to pass this ball instead of yeah. shooting, please. Yeah. Would anyone else care to shoot a three? Yeah. No? Yeah. Okay, well, I just gonna, well, well here's a 24-second violation. <laughs> like, um, Yo, the game in, the game in uh, Orlando, when we give Fetch William the ball, he doesn't shoot it, and you hear just loud as hell. Zach you hear yelled, Zach Levine, come, come on, Pat. Pat. <laughs> come on, Pat. Um, He's like, oh, my God. Like, just loud as right. hell you hear this. Uh, Steven in the comments <laughs> with a good point. Two of the greatest shots in Bulls playoff history were by two guys other than MJ on well-constructed teams. I assume mm-hmm. you're referring to John Paxson and Steve Kerr. He must be. Um, clincher for title number three and clincher mm-hmm. for title number five. Yes. Um, guys who can knock down big shots. When defenses collapse on the star scorer, the clutch scorer, yep. Kobe, Zach and Demar don't have that out there. Yeah, yeah, there there you go. There's the Kobe. But he's, there's, that, that's the key part you said. He ain't out there. There's the Kobe point again. <laughs> he was not out there. Hello. Uh, <laughs> but again, 
better constructed team around these stars that are flawed stars but could have better results and deeper playoff runs if there were a uh, a more well-constructed roster around them. Which, again, brings us all the way back to what we have said a lot, which is this front office had a lot of work to do. If they are going to follow through on their word that this mediocre as crap season was not good enough for the fan base and not good enough for them, then they need to fix the, the, the way that this is constructed because they don't have the proper basketball chemistry on the floor with this roster as is to have well-suited role players lifting them up in those moments when Zach and or DeMar are trying to be clutch and staring down the teeth of a double team or a triple team. Yes, as he will be doing often. Right. Especially if he's by himself out there. He'll be doing that often, man. Oh, but we can't double team Zach because Derek Jones Jr. is lurking in the corner. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, we can totally double team Zach. (laughs) Andre Drummond for three. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get him some help. That said that a million times, <laughs> like, during the season. Get this man some help. My God. So, it's going to be interesting, though. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do in this offseason. Because I don't think you and I is so much the issue with Zach right now. It's about what we kind of have to put around him so he can thrive. Can these young guys develop around him and thrive? Daylon Terry, Justin Lewis, Patrick Williams, Kobe White. Those guys have to stay and step up and develop. Who are you? Who are you are you, what moves are you going to make prior to this draft? Will you make a move for school? I don't know. We know Zach Levine is way better with a point guard. The only time I've ever seen him comfortable on the court is when he had a damn point guard mm-hmm. next to him. All-star. <laughs> like, that's what you saw. So, yeah, man, like you have to put it around Zach. Build around him. I've been saying it since the offseason started. Just build around him, man. Give him the opportunity. He has not had the opportunity yet. You have continued to put little, these little tiny pieces. Of, no, what does he lack? Mm-hmm. What does he lack? Get players that can do that. Right. And put that around him, and then let's go. If it don't work, fine. Right. But you clearly are like, this is my star. Right. Then give him an opportunity to be the star, man. Um, Damn. Renewable and rechargeable, last comment that we'll get out of here saying, get him help with what money? We're aware. That's the point. Yeah, there, very there, well aware. There is none. <laughs> very well saying. aware. We can critique the pros and cons Correct. of Zach Levine as a clutch player mm. and a clutch winner but there are so many bigger problems that lie well ahead of his pay grade what? not necessarily in dollars but in who's making the decisions around here yes because you don't have any money to get him the proper help this offseason mm-hmm. drastic changes need to be made mm-hmm. we're in a holding pattern right now mm. to wait and see if they actually get off their asses and do something about see. it see there's one for you right there you should read that sir Grady Dick, Kansas. Hashtag shooter. No, this one on the screen from Marcos. Oh. <laughs> Marcos. Marcos Bueno saying, what's up, fellas? Pet, glad I was finally able to take that pick of y'all on the DMVR set. And oh, yeah. It. I have to visit that bar sometime soon. I bet last night was popping there. See Red, be good. What's up, Marcos? Uh, and yes, if you ever happen to be in Denver, mm-hmm. I don't care if it's for a Nuggets game, uh, an Avs game, Broncos game, a soccer game. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Go check out that bar. Go see it. That, <laughs> that, that place is a fun time. You might it's get clawed, time. you might get clawed by a cat apparently. But it's, a, <laughs> but it's a fun time. It's uh, a fun time. That's it. We are out of time. Thanks everybody for tuning in. As always, if you haven't done it yet, hit that thumbs up button on your way out. If you watch along on YouTube, and of course, make sure you subscribe to the CHGO Sports Channel on YouTube. Get yourself some tickets yes. out to Vegas. Come hang. Come hang with us for Summer League. Come do it. Braggs is going to get a babysitter. That's He's going right. to talk to the missus. He won't He's be He's going to come too. It's going to be a good time. Also, 
Take advantage of that sale at the CHO Merch Locker. Get your pop something great for Father's Day. Yes. If you're a father, treat yourself with our buy one, get one half off sale at the CHO Merch Locker right now, running all the way through Father's Day. Sunday, June 18th. Shout out to all the fathers out there. Shout out to Braggs for being an awesome dad. Hey, hey. Shout out to Braggs for hosting his first ever CSU Bull show. Yes. Well done, sir. We, we, we you know, the, the, the takeoff was a little rocky. It's uh, smooth sailing all the way. We've landed we're, the plane. We yeah. haven't landed yet. No, so exactly. We're still flying. Again, I'm jumping out. I've already jumped out <laughs> the plane. I'm gone. <laughs> Yo, y'all deal with Got that. Got one man. of those parachutes they put the hats in or right. the free t-shirts <laughs> in the top in. of the United Center. So I bought a 15X. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might need a few more of those. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if, I'm good, man. I don't know if one of those parachutes is going to get oh, it done. I'm good. I'm floating down safely, man. I'm for uh, safe. for Sarah and Braggs, our production crew for today, uh, Big Dave, Bow, BNWL Sports. Bow. I'm Peck, Bulls underscore Peck on Twitter. We are CSU underscore Bulls. We are off tomorrow, but fear not. Will the GOAT, Gottlieb, and our guy Mark K will have a fresh hey, HQ hey, hey. for you to round out your go. week and steer you into the weekend. We will be back on Monday. Have go, a great go, go. weekend, Bulls Nation. We'll talk to you soon. See Rebby good. Peace.